Welcome to the Military Child Education Coalition podcast, the show that highlights a wide range of challenges and triumphs that our military-connected kids experience. My name is Dickie Harrison, and I'll be your host today. We would like to say thank you for the support of the Canon Spouses Club for this episode. I have joining me today, Jenny Valderez, and I'm so excited for her to be here with me. And I would love for you to start by just telling us a little bit about yourself. Sure. So my name is Jenny Valderez. I am the Senior Director of our Family Support Services here at Operation Homefront. Been with Operation Homefront for 11 years. I'm currently in San Antonio. I am a military spouse. My husband is now retired from the Navy. Uh, we have a three-year-old little son who is here enjoying the San Antonio weather with us. We are hoping for a little bit of snow one time eventually, but we're now in San Antonio. San Antonio is home and we're excited to make it our home moving forward. Wonderful. And that's so exciting. He's hoping for snow because I am not hoping for snow. And we are in El Paso and I'm like, no, I don't do the colds. <laughs> so, there's always two types, no snow and snow. I love snow. Bring the snow. Snow <laughs> on. Okay. Well, that's well, yeah. so much fun. And thank you so much. I always say thank you so much for your service as well, because as military spouses, we serve too. So we uh, appreciate that. Uh, so we would love for you to just talk a little bit about Operation Homefront and its mission. And it does really, your organization does so many amazing things. And so tell us a little bit about them. Here at Operation Homefront, our mission is to build strong, stable, and secure military families so that they can thrive, not simply struggle to get by in the communities, our communities. Um, that they've worked so hard to protect. Um, and we help military families by providing a variety of programs that are designed to ensure short-term financial hardships. They don't become a series of long-term struggles. So our programs focus on relief through financial assistance and transitional and permanent housing programs and recurring family support services through a variety of seasonally focused and specialty family programs, uh, such as our back to school brigade, our holiday meals for military, star spangled babies, holiday toy drives, and military child of the year. Wow, so many things that you are doing. And I real quickly, I'd like to mention, we talked a little earlier about the housing and I mentioned how I really enjoyed seeing a Hallmark movie that featured Operation Homefront in it. And I just thought that was fantastic. You know, that that some of those programs that, that you all provide are just really amazing for our military families. Your mission is supporting the military family, not just the service member, which I think it's an, a really important to note. Why... Does Operation Homefront believe that that should be what we're doing is is looking at the military family as a whole? When military families are strong, our communities in turn are strong, and then America is strong. You know, one of the most important things our communities can do when they see military families is just welcoming them into the community, you know, reaching out to inform the parents and kids of any extracurricular programs or activities that they can get involved in 
we have noticed that a common thread in McCoy nominations is how much kids love being involved in their local communities. This is how they make new friends. It's how they learn to do new things. It opens them up to new experiences, which many kids say it's their favorite part of being a military child. It's the meeting new people, the doing new things, the experiencing new cultures when it comes to constantly moving. Um, so it's really important at Operation Homefront that we're making our military families strong and in their communities. Yes, I think that's important to note because even the military, I feel like over the years, has done a really good job of putting an emphasis on the military family, not just the service member. You know, my husband's a retired Marine, and so the the conversation was always had was, you know, if you support the family, then in turn you're supporting that service member that can come to work, be mission ready, and do all the things that they need to do because they know their family is safe and secure and supported. And so I think it's great to highlight that it's about the family. Absolutely. You know, sometimes it's important to remember that the military family is also serving. Sometimes they're being thrust into new communities, not knowing who to reach out to, who to call should something happen. So it's really important that we're helping the family as a whole because that's really going to make them strong and it's going to make them thrive in their local communities. Absolutely. So our military families are an integral part of their local communities. Um, it's, a, you know, we're a highly mobile population. We're always moving around, um, sometimes living on military installations, but a lot of times living with our civilian counterparts. So right in the communities. And so how can they support those families and especially the children? Again, it's welcoming them into the communities. It's letting them know of the resources and other partners that are available for them. A lot of the things that we see is they start from scratch. They don't know anybody. They don't have any friends. It's a completely new school. So they have to start over. And the best way to do that is by getting involved. So opening up the doors for them, letting them know of what's available for them to do, not even just outside of school, you know, any sports that they might want to join, any, you know, new clubs outside of school. Because most of our kids, they really need to build that network of support. It's not just the spouses. It's also the kids that love having that network of friends to reach out to because Sometimes the person that can understand you best as a military child is another military child. So making those connections with one another and having a community that supports them is really important for them to thrive and grow in their local communities. Yeah, I think you're right on with that about having those communities kind of bring you in, make you feel like you're part of, of their lives, right? Even though you may not be local and, and to that area, like an actual native of the area. But I think that's a great thing to highlight. It made me think about a time where we were stationed overseas in Okinawa, Japan for about three years. And the local community did such a good job of like welcoming the military in. As a matter of fact, they used to have like this little I don't know, like fair at the beginning, like you 
I'm trying to think. It was like when you first arrived on island and you have to go and do all these things and they kind of have like an information fair and there would be people from the local community that would come and set up tables and put together like a little guide for, you know, all the things to do on island. I mean, it was just really amazing to feel like you were, you know, part of that place, right? And so I would say for those communities out there, if you've got a way to put together a little guide for military families, you know, like military family to do, I think that's a fantastic idea. But yeah, it was really, it was really amazing. And you're really far away from home. So it was nice when we were there to have that experience. It gives you that connection, you know, with that community. And it's reminding me of our back to school brigade events. We always like to invite uh, other local community resources and partners. So it's like a one-stop shop. Hey, come learn about Operation Homefront. Get a backpack supplies and meet more families in your area. Meet other resources in your area. It's a really a place to not only connect with the resources, but connect with families so that you start becoming part of that community and integrating yourself and learning, you know, what is around to do in the area, who to call, making those new friends, uh, those connections that are really important as a military family. Yes, so very true and very important. So Operation Homefront has been recognizing military children through the Military Child of the Year program for the last 16 years. I think it is absolutely amazing. We are the Military Child Education Coalition, so we're all about our military children. And we'd like to know a little bit more about the program and how it works. So our Military Child of the Year Award, it celebrates these amazing young people and the positive impacts uh, that they've had on their families, their schools, their communities. And the nomination process begins in September. Anyone can nominate a military child, parent, coach, family, friend. We've had many next door neighbor submit a nomination. And to be eligible, a child must be between the ages of 13 and 18 at the time of nomination, a legal dependent of a service member or military retiree. Uh, Seven military child of the year recipients will be selected each representing a branch of the armed CERT forces. And the ideal military child of the year candidate, they display dedication to excellence in school and honor societies, civic associations, clubs, sports, volunteerism. They also demonstrate resiliency, leadership, and achievement during their parents' military service. This year, we received more than 700 nominations. It was, that's a big one. We're hoping that the recipients will be announced in March. And as a recipient of the McCoy Award, each child receives a $10,000 cash award, a new laptop, and some other fun prizes that our partners and program sponsors donate. And Operation Homefront will also fly the recipients and two guests to Washington, D.C., in April to honor them at the gala where their award will be delivered by top military leadership. It is so amazing that you all have a program like this to just acknowledge all the amazing 
things that our military children do. I just think it's absolutely fantastic. And I've mentioned it before in some of our our other podcast conversations. I uh, was a military child myself before all these amazing organizations existed. (laughs) A lot of them, I was a military child. And I just think it's fantastic to acknowledge, like we said earlier, the service member isn't the only one serving. It's the family. It's the spouses. It's the the kids. And something like this, I think, is is amazing. And the fact that they get to go to D.C. for a gala, I just love that. And so for 2024, you'll be announcing those finalists in March. The recipients. Oh, the recipients. In March. Okay. So exciting. So I think that's something for our listeners to look forward to is seeing who those recipients will be come March, because I'd love to see them and see who they are. With this Military Child of the Year program that, that you all have had for so many, many years, is there anything that you feel like ever surprises you about the candidates or those that are, you know, eventually become the recipients? I think it's not that it surprises me, but it really goes to show how amazing and resilient our military children are and is just how much they have done, not only for their families, but for their local communities in such a short amount of time. We're talking about 13, 18-year-olds, and the candidates just seem to fully immerse themselves into their new communities and their schools. They, you know, consistently speak about how they see moving and deployments as opportunities to help them learn, to help them do new things. And, you know, many of these kids, they do go on to top universities or military academies. Some have focused on developing their own nonprofits. Um, so that they continue to do their good work and spread their goodness. And I think when it comes to the recipient, I always ask a question at the end of the McCoy experience once they've had fun in D.C. for a couple of days and received their award. And you're at the point where, wow, it's over and I can take a deep breath and it's, it's okay. Everything went great. I always ask them, what was your favorite part? And I always expect them to say, I got this amazing award. I did so great. And I'm so excited for myself. But everyone has responded with the same answer. The best part was the ability to recognize and thank my parents for their sacrifices. And it just really goes to show the heart of a military child because it's an award that they feel is not a reflection of them and their but a reflection of their parents' service and their parents' accomplishments. So needless to say, there's never a dry eye um, (laughs) during the gala uh, or when they express their gratitude and excitement, not for them, but for their parents to kind of show them that, hey, you know, this is great. You know, we did this together as a family unit. That's always, to me personally, the best part about McCoy. That almost has me in tears <laughs> as we're speaking. I, I think that is so true. And I was going to, you know, ask you how much did you think that the kids feel like it's a testament to their parents? And so you've already really answered it that they do. They they acknowledge 
the the strength of their parents, the challenges that come with transitioning and all of that, the courage that they have for serving their country. And so it just sounds really amazing that they're able to see that and be so insightful at such a young age, really. I am over the moon excited to see who the recipients are this year and maybe I can come to the gala. No, I was like, I was like I'll stick it into existence, right? So I, I think that's fantastic and I love that. So for our listeners to look forward to for the upcoming year, does that process start every September? The nominations typically open up in September. What we highly suggest is that you follow Operation Hopeful on Facebook. We will start posting reminders and we will include a link if you want to receive a reminder. Um, when we open, uh, you'll receive an email saying, hey, nominations are open until this certain date. And so you have a while to submit the nomination. So definitely be on the lookout for McCoy 2025 opening in September 2024. So um, it's a great process. Kids are constantly nominated every year. You know, if you were nominated, let's say this year, and if you weren't selected to be the recipient, you can be nominated again. So we see those constantly. So we highly, highly encourage our families to nominate any military child that they know and they think is deserving of being recognized for their achievements. Well, that is good for us to know and to be looking for this for this year, because I think there's a lot of fantastic kids that I'm sure would make great, you know, for nominations. With all that Operation Homefront does, and they, you know, you all do so many things like the housing, and you talked about the financial assistance and the relief programs that you have, and of course, all the family events. There's so many of them. How could someone support Operation Homefront and again, find out about all these fantastic resources? Visit OperationHomefront.org. We will make sure that we put that in the show notes for this conversation that we're having today and have hopefully so many people be able to go to operationhomefront.org and find out about all the different things that are happening with you and in their local areas. Is it centralized or are there things happening locally in different communities? Yes, there's uh, events happening in different communities. We make sure we post that on our website as well as our Facebook page. So there's a great way to keep yourself involved if you have Facebook. Uh, we make sure we highlight all of that, but you can also find them on our website as well. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me today and talking about all the amazing things that Operation Homefront does. I just think it's a fantastic organization. We here at MSEC are so excited about the Military Child of the Year. Like we are over the moon about your award and your recipients and just look forward to so much that you do in the future. So thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you taking the time. I'd like to thank Jenny for her time today as I so enjoy chatting with her. And it's great to hear about all the resources and programs that Operation Homefront has. We look forward to hearing about more of the 2024 Military Child of the Year Award Program and those military children being recognized. Thanks for listening to the MSEC Podcast, the official podcast of the Military Child Education Coalition. 
If you've enjoyed this episode, please like, share, subscribe, and give today's show a five-star rating. And don't forget to leave us a comment on topics you'd like to hear more about. We'd like to give a special thanks again to the Canon Spouses Club for supporting this episode and Consentus Media for audio mixing. I'm Nikki Harrison, and until next time, in a world where you can be anything, be kind, 